it. Hello. <laughs> we are here in the house. Real Momly with Caitlin and Charlie. I always say What's everybody. Up? How you doing? How you doing? Happy Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Really? I hope it is. Yeah. These weeks. I don't know what day it is anymore. I know it's that. It's hump day. Yep, I know the governor just uh, did something, announced that um, restaurants and retail stores can open at half capacity. No, 25% oh. capacity. Yeah, I saw it on a, I looked it up. Well, I saw someone post, like, um, she's a salon owner, and she was like, yeah, sorry, guys, we're not in the first stage of being able to be open. So she had to, because everyone was planning on May 2nd. Okay. To reopen. But can't open. Nope, not yet. It's just restaurants and retail stores. Interesting. So I'm wondering how it's going to be able to be like TJ Maxx. There's going to be a line outside the door. That's how they do it at um, Aldi's when I go shopping. They only you can only have a certain amount of people in there, and they'll you have to wait in line. And every time somebody walks out, they'll let somebody in. Damn. Yeah. I saw Aldi's was seeming pretty fucking serious about it. Yeah. I wish Publix was a little more serious about it just because when I, sh- like, shopping during the weekends when I do it, um, the lines are all the way down the aisles. Really? All the way down. Like, I was at the end of one of the aisles in the back of the store waiting in line. Yeah. That's insane. So crazy. The one in Rockledge um, on US-1, apparently someone there has, or like, got it, one of the employees, but it's so much smaller than um, than the Vieira one off, off Stadium Parkway that it's almost, it's still, like, safer for us to go to the one in Rockledge because it's less people there. Yeah, I saw that article. I, I sent it to a friend of mine who um, shops over there, too, so... I saw that, but I mean, I mean, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't think anywhere is truly safe, but because I'm sure that there's people out there that have it, know they have it, and are still going to the damn grocery store. That's true. I hope everyone's been safe. You know? Yeah. That's just a... I feel like I keep on seeing these things that it's just like, like human population control. Like just let them, just let them go. <laughs> just let everybody spread it and just whatever. Ha- what was that? Natural selection. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Exactly, it's nature's way. Not saying that I feel that way, but I've seen a lot of posts about that. Yeah, it's just a, it's a crappy situation. I'm curious to see how. Everything is going to be now that restaurants and the stores can open, even at 25%. I know. I'm kind of wondering, like, how are they on it? Like, honestly, how are you going to fucking regulate it? Yeah. If there, if people want more, like, people are going to want business. Apparently, mm-hmm. I heard on um, Facebook, someone, some guy has been doing, like, interviews with all these local musicians. And Hot Pink is supposed to be at... Um, sandbar may 2nd right can you fucking imagine how are they how are they gonna control the 
Uh, what? No idea. It's, it's always an insane, insane and packed, completely packed when hot pink are in there. Trying to serve customers is a fucking bitch. Yeah, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Anxiety through the roof. You're yeah, like, nope, like, I'm going to be right. right over here. You come to me. Bring exactly. cash. Cash only. Yep. <laughs> you get, you start exactly. out with your, comf- you know, your customers. You get real friendly and you're like, all right, now I'm going to be over there. You come to me when you want drinks, and I'll bring them right to you. Yep. Don't move. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking that it's going to get worse, and we're going to do another wave, and then we're going to get – we're going to have to shut down everything again. Bro, I'm I'm broke now. Like, this needs to – this needs to be figured out. Yeah. I but. just, uh, I mean, China's on their second wave. They opened too early, and then now they're shut down again. So really? Is, like, that's confirmed? I thought they were, I thought they, someone told me that they were They were worried about a second wave, but they're shut down uh, again? Uh, that's what I saw. I saw a couple articles that they were shut down, but you never know with the news. Uh, that's I true. China, so I don't really know. <laughs> that's true. I've been yeah. trying to look up, like, real news you know, like, no fake news. I don't know. <laughs> no fake news, please. Like, give me the real stuff that I need Hashtag to know. No news. <laughs> but I, I did. I literally looked it up on Facebook. And then it's just like, how do you know if it's credible? How do you really yeah. know? You don't. You I don't know. fucking know. You don't know. So I stopped searching it and just, you know, figured I'd Let stick with the news junkie. Yeah. 104.1. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy. Okay. We are going to get into our birth stories. Yeah. Fun topic. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do like order like Oakland Cole Emmy? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll start. Let's go. First story. So, I mean, how into detail. However you want. Like labor and birth. Honestly, you can whatever you feel. Like if you want to talk about how you felt. So, okay, honestly, the day, okay, were you scheduled to be induced or was it yeah. like you were just what happened? How did it Go start? Well, okay. So, my due date for Oakland was Oh my gosh, I don't even remember what the her 21st? due date was. I thought it was like the 20 something. She was born on the 19th, right? Yeah, she I yeah, she was born on the nineteenth, so maybe it was the twenty first that I was due. Okay. I don't remember, something like that. Um and no. <laughs> my <laughs> my due date was before that. Okay. Because okay. I waited until my due date, at least until my due date before I scheduled my induction. Yeah, okay. because I wanted to. I wanted to go naturally, but that's not what happened. But regardless, it doesn't matter. So she didn't come on her due date. We waited, and then so our doctor's office has four different doctors, and they do like they take turns being on call, oh, like one so week on, I, one week off. No, there's like four yeah. of them. 
Yeah. So they so all have one week. Yeah, something like that. So I wanted a specific doctor. I wanted this doctor that I just really liked and was going to more than the others. And she, her, um, she was scheduled to be on call. Um, I think the weekend before I was get my induction and that Monday. So I was like, uh, so my final appointment or my appointment on my due date or whatever, she was like, so I'm, I'm going to be there on Monday, but then that's like it. And I wanted her. So I was like, all right, you know, let's schedule it for Monday. So you scheduled the induction. Yeah. Did you have a birth plan going into it? Did you have like a set of things that you wanted specifically? No, I had no idea. It was just like, kind of like a, oh, we'll wait and see. Because you don't know. You know, it's your, it's, of course, everyone, every pregnancy, every labor and delivery is different. Mm -hmm. But this is your first one. So, like, you don't really know. You know, I, I went in it knowing that. Yes, I wanted an epidural. Okay. Um, I wanted to try and hang on as long as possible naturally um, before I jumped into getting an epidural because I I heard, like, horror stories about if you get it too early and this and that. Like, you don't know. Yeah, if you get it too early, then it, it like, fading it wears off. off. And yeah. then you're feeling full-blown. Yeah, because I didn't know that it was, like, a continuous drip, you know? Like, it won't wear off. But I guess... Before, before they that, I feel like it was. I feel like it could wear yeah. off. I don't feel like – I feel like the drip was is like a recent – a more Maybe. recent. Maybe. So I, I went in. We scheduled it Monday morning, and I had to be there at like 545. How are you feeling uh, the night before? Oh, my gosh. So anxious. I mean, of course, I was so ready. I was – I couldn't even tie my own shoes. But. I could not imagine like planning it, like li- like knowing, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have a baby. Like not knowing right. like when you're going to have it in the first place is already like, okay, it could be any time now and you have to be prepared. Yeah. But actually having it scheduled and being like, all right, tomorrow morning I have to be there at 6 a.m. and I'm going to fucking have a baby. I'm going into labor. Yeah, it was definitely nerve-wracking. I did not sleep. I mean, not that I was sleeping great anyway, but I was just so nervous, and I was like, I was just, I was so nervous. Just, it was so Hold on, you're, you're, you are, you muted. You went away. Oh. Okay, there you are. There you go. Restart. Yep. Just restart that sentence. Um, um. Like, I was just, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if, you know, I didn't know anything yeah. going into it. Did you read any so, books or anything prior to this? Or do you just kind of, like, read, did you I look read, at pictures on your app and stuff like that? That was kind of Yeah, like... I Googled a lot of shit and talked to friends that just had babies, you know, that, that, were, that just went through it. They were able to give me a little advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I read what to expect when you're expecting, but that doesn't really give you too much information. It really doesn't. I just looked at the pictures. Yeah. So we went in, um, of course I had like full bag full of shit that I never even touched the whole time (laughs) I was there. But you know, I had shit that you didn't even think about needing or whatever, but it was all like, you didn't, you, I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. So, um, we went in, I was so nervous. I was like shaking 
you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember exactly because the one that's like fresh in my memory is Emmy. Emmy. So I'm like trying to. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think. Um, you know, you do your paperwork and shit, and they put yeah. you up in the room. So you and... went in at 6 a.m., though, right? 6 or 8? Yeah. 6. 6. When yep, did they, they start to... Start it as soon as possible? Yeah, so I went in, and, um, you know, I walked in or whatever because I wasn't in labor, yeah. so I didn't need a wheelchair. Were and, you, um, like, 39 weeks plus or 40 weeks plus? 40. 40, 40. okay. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I remember I was like so unbelievably anxious that when the nurse was putting my IV in, I like almost passed out. Like I Mm -hmm. turned ghost white. I like couldn't breathe and they were worried about the baby. The nurse was so good about not acting like she was worried about the baby, but she was like secretly calling for help. I gotcha. Because they were, if I am not getting oxygen, then the baby's, the baby's not. not that was oxygen. one thing I noticed that all of the nurses were really good on not trying to make you panic. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were really were, good at like, you know, covering their shit. And especially when something was going wrong, they didn't let you know it. Yeah. They did not let you know it. I mean, they told maybe the people in the room, but not you. Yeah. So she was, um, And I could feel it. I could feel – because I think the problem – like, I was just building everything up. I was so anxious that that her just putting the IV in my hand just, like – Was it. That was, like, your adrenaline, like, topped out. Yeah. And, 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 you know, she was like, oh, you know, do needles scare you or whatever? And no. Like, I've never had any issue with the needle. But I think, like, the whole process and, like, not knowing, I was so beyond anxious that I almost – um yeah passed out so they put oxygen on me um and she called in all the other nurses and they came in and I was like laying there taking deep breaths and I find like it was like pretty quick I came out of it she was really good at like calming me down and Mm -hmm. just like okay breathe you know just take a breath so I came out of it relaxed um they did the IV was in and then they started Pitocin drip around 7 a.m. And they started, you know, little by little. And Who was uh, in the room with you? My mom and Sherrod. Okay. Yeah, they were both there. And luckily, you know, I was really happy to have my mom there because. Oh, yeah. Like, Sherrod and I weren't like how we were with Emmy. You know, we were kind of like we were together, but like it was weird and, you know, you know, when you go through something like that, it's like, you know, you want to have somebody that you're just super mm-hmm. comfortable with. So, I, so, like, especially with the whole passing out thing. So, I was very, like, my mom was right there, like, you know, helping me, which was really nice. Um, but, so, they started the Pitocin drip, and it was, like, a little bit out of time. And I was having contractions, but I didn't feel them. We were just okay. chilling. And, um, how long would you say that you went without feeling contractions without like uh, really, really feeling them? So I went quite a while. I went until they broke my water, basically. Sorry, my dog's working. Puppies, hush. How many hours do you think? So 
I they came in and broke my water at noon. Okay. Four so hours. from seven to noon, I didn't really five hours. You know, yeah, I didn't really feel anything. Um, they would come in and check, and I was like one or two centimeters dilated. It was nothing crazy. So did you uh, take a long time to dilate? Um, no. So I was at like I was at two centimeters before I went in. Oh, okay, nice. From the from the very last doctor's appointment, I was two like the very last one. Yeah, I was two centimeters. Were you fully effaced? I never know what that means. I know Um, it's the like the lining, but yeah, I was eighty percent. I was always told that like that's the most significant thing. Like you could be like four centimeters, but if you're like not any like not effaced at all, like you're not. I was eighty percent two centimeters. The last. Uh, doctor's appointment I had because when I went in Monday morning, Dr. Burroughs was really surprised to see me because she swore that I was going to go into labor. Yeah. Damn. So, um, so at noon she came in and broke my water with that fancy stick thing, shoved it all, shoved it all up in there. You said it looked like a hook, Uh, right? Uh, no, it's like, like a hanger. Um, like a long piece of hard plastic with a pointy end. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. So she just uh, um, broke my water and it came gushing out, which was the weirdest feeling ever. Um, Could you feel the pressure? Literally, it's literally like you're peeing yourself. I don't know about so much as the pressure, but she did that. And then about, I lasted maybe, then the contractions started coming Building, more regularly. Yeah. And then they pretty much took me off of the Pitocin because I was contracting normally and they didn't really need to um, do it anymore. I didn't need the Pitocin. My body was doing it naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So um, then around, oh, I, I got the epidural at like, Let's see. Broke my water at noon. I probably got the epidural around one forty-five. Okay. Um, Were you feeling the so, contractions at this point? Were you feeling like yeah? So right after she broke my water, I could feel it, it was like a wave. It was like so. Did hard. you have a, a, a like a huge wave of contraction, and then it was like you were pain-free? You had like a relax, like like a yeah. moment of breath, like to be able to breathe. Yeah. Damn. I yep. didn't have that. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a wave. It was like sort of from my from my stomach, and it would tighten, which mm-hmm. didn't hurt. It just tightened. You could feel it up, though. And that, yep, very top of my belly, right, like right under my boob. And then it and then it went down, and the further it went down, the more it hurt. And then it got really, really intense, and then it would relax. What the? Fuck? But I could feel it. But I could feel it coming on. So it was like. I knew. I was like, okay, contraction. Wave. One's coming. Then, yep. <clears throat> so then I, I uh, got the epidural because I said, F this. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I took it for as long as I could, but I was like, okay, it's getting really, really intense. It was like, you know, I was only getting, you know, it was, it was they were coming on very often. So mm-hmm. I got the epidural, um, which was... I was also freaking out about because, you know, never had one before. Yeah. So 
but the guy, the doctor that came in was really good. He did a great job. It was super quick and, um, had the epidural and then, um, laid there for a little bit. They would switch me from, um, so you had the peanut in between your legs. No, peanut I didn't have the peanut thing. yet. They didn't give me the peanut. So let's see. She was born at 5.59. So they gave me the peanut at about... Oh, Lord. So I think I... Let's see. If I got the epidural on 145, 2, 3, 4, I would say about 4.30... 445 okay. is when they gave me the peanut because nothing was happening. Nothing was changing within those two so hours. that quick then from getting the peanut within like yeah. an hour. So they put, I was still only two centimeters, but I was a hundred percent effaced. I think at that time. So, but I wasn't getting, I wasn't dilating anymore. So they're like, all right, we're going to try this peanut. So we did the peanut and then I started getting, um, like I, they would do side to side. So I would get like mm-hmm. super sharp pain that I could feel on my back. Um, so they switched me to the other side and then, um, and then she left the room and then I was like, no, like there's something wrong. Like I was getting this pain. It was really weird. No, not like pressure or anything, but just like a sharp pain in my back. Like I okay. was laying you know weird or whatever and it hurt like so, you needed a pillow between your legs or something well the peanut was there so oh yeah but forgot. that's what it felt like that it was like pain like that like mm-hmm. a shooting pain um like I needed to change position or something um so I had the peanut for 40 minutes okay. and or 45 minutes and now what centimeters when I, when I, have they when was the last time they checked you centimeter wise so dilated was um i don't remember what i was when she came in before that but she flipped me because i had the pain and then she left because she was like i'm not gonna check you yet um and then she um i called her back in because i was like no like can we move me again or do something like something and then feeling right yeah when she pulled the peanut out there was blood on the towel so i was kind of like almost like freaking out like oh shit something's wrong Mm -hmm. I'm you know I'm bleeding but um no I was at 10 centimeters ready to go to push the baby was like right her head was like right Right there there. holy shit yeah so um they propped me up you know they get you ready for the doctor they bring Mm -hmm. you know all the nurses come in and shit and and you just kind of sit there waiting and, um, so they're like, okay, we're going to do some practice pushes. You know, we want you, you know, they show you how to do it. You know, they wanted, uh, they had Sherrod holding one leg and my mom holding the other leg. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they were showing me like, you know, like you put your head down and you just like push really hard yeah. as hard as you can. So they're like, all right, let's do practice pushes. So we did like, four practice pushes and she was coming out and they were like no no no, wait 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 like don't push don't push because the doctor wasn't in there so dr b was in the middle of eating so she ran in she had food in her mouth and she was like (laughs) um she was like dang girl okay let's go so um she came in and then i pushed like 
I don't maybe like two more times or and something like out. that. She was out. Whoa. Yeah, so it was very quick. And then um uh I did tear with um Oakland, so I got a second degree tear. Um, so I had to have stitches. Mm-hmm. Not to be graphic, but you tore like to your butt. No, that's fourth degree. But so, that's the direction that I tore. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's like on the inside. It's not like on the outside of your right vagina. Okay, okay. Yep. And then it's it goes by degrees. So one through four, and four goes all the way to your your sphincter, your your like muscle. And you were a two, muscle. you said. Yeah, I was a two, so okay. it really wasn't too bad. She's like, it, but it's it on was... like the inside of your vaginal canal. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. Yeah. So, um, there they had to sew me up and everything, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't feel anything. And then, um, uh, I, of course, I had we had visitors right away. Um, and then there was so many people coming in that night after I gave birth like mm-hmm. there was nobody in there when I came in that day I was by myself in the hospital and okay. then right after I gave birth all the rooms were full so the nurses got slammed so they just kind of left me sitting there I, st- I stayed in the delivery room until about 9 30 yeah it's about 9 30 at night before they moved me to my room because they were so busy with the other um women in labor mm-hmm um, which was fine because I couldn't feel my legs anyway. Yeah. Um, I was still coming out of that. And then um, they finally moved me. You know, they get you all cleaned up. You stand up. They make you go to the bathroom before they put you in the wheelchair and to wheel you to your room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for my first delivery, it was like, you know, I don't want to be like one of those. It's like. Easy peasy, no big deal. Honestly, though, like you had, like you had her less than twelve hours. Like honestly, for a first time birth, I feel like that's pretty fucking. Yeah, the nurses were so surprised because the the nurse who put my IV in in the morning uh, is the night nurse, so she works seven to seven the night. So she was like, when I come back at seven tonight, you know, I want you to have had this baby. So she came in right after I had the baby because Oakland was born at 5.59. And they so, started the shift at 7, so they do the rounds. Yeah. and so you she know. came in right after, basically, and she was like, oh, my gosh, yay, I'm so proud of you. You know, you had her before I came back and, you know, whatever. But I, I was thinking to myself, like, when she made that comment, like, I hope you, you know, you, ha- you better have her before I come back at 7. In my head, I was thinking, why wouldn't I? <laughs> right. Because I don't know that people have 48-hour labor labors. And, yeah. So I didn't know that was a thing. That's awesome, but... though, that it was, like again, easy. I don't want to say easy, but it was pretty, like, It was pretty easy. easy. I, mean, I, I was really um, lucky, and everybody was healthy. I mean, besides the tear and the healing process, that was, the, that was so rough. It was so rough because I, I was not. Prepared for the pain afterwards. Yeah, not prepared at all whatsoever. I mean, nobody ever goes over it with you. The pain. And you have an epidural, so you don't really feel anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, the aftermath of it, it's just, like, and I was so scared to, you know, go to the bathroom by myself or, or, 
you know, the process of healing, it was just, it Mm -hmm. was a lot. It was, it was pretty painful for me. I had a rough healing process. I mean, I healed really quickly, no issues, nothing like it was fine. But for me, like, I wish that I had a little bit more to prepare me for it. Yeah. Than what I had. If that makes any sense, because I just, you know, the second time around was a heck of a lot better. Because I had already known, like, what was going to happen. You were expecting it. So, anyway, that's my my first birth story. How did you feel emotionally after giving birth? Um, I didn't have, like, that super emotional crying moment when you first see your baby. Like, I was just still kind of, like. In shock. You know, like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, you got this thing on your chest and, and. You know, you're just kind of like everyone's talking to you at once and you don't know who to listen to or, mm-hmm. or, or who to look at or, you know, it was just kind of like a, I didn't have that moment of, you know, hysterically crying, seeing my baby for the first time. <laughs> I mean, of course I loved her, but it was, it wasn't like, like I expected that moment and I didn't have it, you know, like I when you find you. your dress and you cry over it type of mm-hmm. deal. Like, this is the one because I'm crying. <laughs> you know? I hate to compare it to, like, when you find the wedding dress and you're like, this is the one. This yeah. is it. I mean, that that's a completely different feeling to having a baby. But kind of like the yeah. same idea. You have, a, you have an idea of how it's going to happen in your yeah. head. Of how yeah. it's supposed to be. And then it's most, so, majority of the time it's completely different. Yeah. And, but everybody was healthy and. You know, it was, uh, she was the cutest little baby. Yeah, she was, How she much was did a she big weigh? nugget. Oh gosh. Bad parent award. I think, um, I think she was 8.4. I was about to say eight something. Yeah. She was 8.4 and Emmy was 8.9. Whoa. Yeah. Because I swore after Emmy was born and they put her on my chest that Oki was bigger. But no, Emmy was bigher. Damn. Yeah. My birth Which story is like... Which they say that your first one's the smallest and then all the ones... After that are bigger? Is that really a thing? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, everybody's different in every way. It's crazy though because listening to your story, mine's completely different. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So... Um, okay. So beginning of the week, I go to the doctor. It's a Monday, right? I don't even remember how many centimeters I was, but I know I was like 80, 90% effaced and like a centimeter dilated on Monday or something like that. I remember I was what 30. Was due my due date was January 1st. That's right. January That's 1st, right. 2019. Yes. Yeah. So I was, this was my 38 week checkup. This is when you're going like your last month and you're going every week. Or something right. like that. Is it the last two months you're going every week? I don't know. I think it's the last month you go every week. No, the last month you go every week. Yeah, so it's my last month. I'm 38 weeks. I go in on the Monday. And she's like, all right. She's like, you cannot have this baby Christmas morning. She's like, if you do, you have to at least wait until my daughter opens her presents. She's like, but this baby's coming anytime. So this is, okay. So this is probably like the week before Christmas. Yeah, the week before Christmas. Um, So I worked Tuesday. I worked all the way up until the week I gave birth. So I worked the Tuesday. 
Taco Tuesday at Sandbar. Worked and then Wednesday we hung out. Thursday hung out. So Thursday I started having like like clear liquid come out almost like I was like peeing a little tiny bit but like my underwear was just wet continually all day long and I'm like all right this is a little weird and then I kept feeling like I had to poop it was honestly legitimately like I had to poop it was like those kind of pains in my stomach so so that evening at like six o'clock I'm like all right maybe I should call just to see like what's happening I was like, I kind of feel like I'm having contractions. Jake and I went on a huge walk. I mean, I felt fine. I felt completely fine. I went to Publix during the day. I was like having cravings. Like I wanted cookies and chocolate chip frosting on it, you know. Um, and and so I called them and she's like, okay. She's like, those sound like contractions, the pooping sensation she's like those sound like contractions she's like so if you are having any clear fluid leaking she's like you need to come in right away she's like other than that just start timing them and I'm like okay cool so I hang up the phone and then I'm sitting there and I'm like bro I've been having clear fluid leaking all day like what the fuck so I call back and she's like all right you need to come in just to get checked they do like a swab or whatever so I I had no other like I didn't have any major pains at all during the day yeah. I bounced on my little, you know, the the ball you you get. I was right, just bouncing. Yeah, yeah. But so I wait in the emergency room. I go up and she's like, "All right, so you know, we're going to swab and test. The only way to t- to see if your water has broken is to do a swab." She's like, "It takes about 30 minutes to test it." And um I'm, I did not I literally did not think I was in labor. I didn't bring anything to the hospital that I wanted I had a birth plan I had everything in order like I wanted essential oils I had clary sage ready like to start my contractions like I had a whole thing planned I wanted early cord cutting or no delayed cord cutting fuck wrong way I wanted (laughs) to be as natural as possible I did not want an epidural I really wanted a bathtub but yeah, I settled because I didn't have them. no, they didn't have them. And we, we had the same OB. So I had Dr. Burroughs as well. Um, yeah. and it turned out that the next day she was, it was her week to start. So it worked out perfectly. Love her so fucking much. Dr. Burroughs. I know. She's um, awesome. Dude, she's so fucking great. Um, but I really did not think that we were staying. I went in flip flops, sweatpants. Like I was like, no, we'll be home within the hour didn't bring anything so um she's so she so comes after they swab you did they leave you in the room yeah they left jake Were and i in the, the room. room when they swabbed you no i was just in a room oh, okay i was just in one of the like just in one of the rooms on the maternity suite right maternity okay. floor so she leaves the room and that's when my water like started i had i felt a contraction and just water gushed everywhere like a fucking faucet like just and every contract every like contraction I felt it would get worse and worse and more water would like more water would spurt out yeah it was fucking insane when she broke my water too every contraction I had after that more came out so yeah in the beginning and they started like the I felt the pain immediately as soon as my like as soon as I had that first spurt of water it was like pain 
And I remember like them, her coming back in and being like, yep, it's your, you call her back in or you waited. I waited for her to come back in. I waited. And she was like, yep, your water's broken. And I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, it is bro. Like spurting fucking everywhere. And I'm like, can I get new sheets or something? And she's like, nope, you're just going to keep fucking flowing out water. She's like, there's no point. She's like, just, just like let it free, man. So I let (laughs) it go. (laughs) <laughs> so this is so this is like so this is Thursday the 20th December 20th um and this we went into the hospital around six and I started having like major contractions around like 6 37 okay so my water broke like fully broke around 6 37 um so she's like yeah your water's broken confirmed whatever I so my brother, my family has this like life 360 thing. We got it so we could track my youngest brother, my dad and I, so they could see my brother was tracking me. He could see me at the hospital. So they come up and my other, so my whole family's at the fucking hospital in my room with me. And I did not have like the waves of contractions you did. I had a, like a continuous pain in my back the entire time. Like someone was just like driving a knife in my back it was pressure it was oh my god like the worst backache you've ever had in your entire fucking life I was throwing up I did not even realize people were in the room I remember my brother's girlfriend was in there and her telling me afterwards she was like I hope you were okay with me being in there she was like I kept telling your brother I need to leave and your brother said I was fine and I was like I do not remember you being there whatsoever I was in another world Mm-hmm. A complete other world. And the only thing that saved me during that time was being able to walk around. Walk around. I remember being so scared. And whenever the nurse would come in, I would like completely like shut down. Like she would be like, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? I'd be full on crying. I didn't have my mom with me. I really wanted my mom. And I think that was my biggest thing that I wanted my mom. Yeah. And so every time the nurse would come in, I would like immediately stop crying. I'd suck it the fuck up and just like put it out of my mind. Yeah. Um, so at this time, Jake's in the room with me. My dad and his um, girlfriend get there and my brothers and his girlfriend. So they sleep in like another room. But um, I remember walking around the hallways and scaring the other women because I was yelling so loud. So they made me go back to my room. But the best part was being in the shower with my, like, with the, the massager on your back. Oh, my God. That, I thought, while I was in the shower, I was like, I can do this. Like, I can make it. Yeah. Until the nurse comes back in, and she's like, okay, you need to, we, you have to be still for about 30, 45 minutes, and we have to monitor the baby. And I was like, this is where I, I can't sit still. Yeah. I, like, I was like, this is not going to happen. I remember I didn't want an epidural at all, but Jake at this point, this point it's like probably like two in the morning, three in the morning, um, yeah. the following day. So I had, I went eight hours without having an epidural, nine hours without having an epidural. And when she said I couldn't move anymore, that I, they had to monitor the baby, that's when I was like, all right, you need to fucking call someone up here and get me an epidural because I can't sit still. Yeah. It was like a continuous pain. It was no, there was no relaxation in between contractions. I fucking wish. Aw, that sounds like back labor. Yes. And your mom even told me that it was, it's like you literally have to 
you're you can like see yourself like you're yeah. looking down upon yourself and you're like yep like you like have to disassociate you have to take yourself out of it because you're the pain is literally like another world yeah the contractions are you know sometimes they're you can't film it all and sometimes they're just like holy Ooh. shit yeah because I've I've heard of girls literally being like yep I was in labor for an hour and like yeah. just like first one yep started contractions right had the there. baby like I fucking wish so I got the epidural like three four in the morning um I was at like four centimeters when I got the epidural that's when like I stopped um dilating so I was Did I think they give you anything they at so I got the epidural like three four a.m. They started. They um, started pitocin. I want to say at like six or seven. Okay. Um, and that's when they started pitocin. I had the peanut almost the entire time. One thing I hated about the epidural is the shaking, like you're just oh. jittering. You couldn't. I remember just sitting there being like, "Is this my anxiety or like, what the I fuck?" Didn't do that with, I did not shake at all with Oakland, but when I got my epidural with Emmy. You were oh, shaking. Yeah. I felt like oh, I was like convulsing. Bad. I had to sit there and talk myself down be like, okay, breathe in, breathe out. Like this is just like, it's just the medicine. It's nothing yeah. serious. But dude, honestly, I thought the epidural was going to be way worse. Like I th- really thought it was going to be painful and bro, you aren't feeling anything. Nope. Nope. You're at that point. You're just like, dude, nothing can hurt worse than this. And I remember yeah. having a contraction in the middle of him sticking me with the needle. So I remember them being like, you have to be super still. You cannot move. And the only way I was dealing with the pain was by moving. So it was yeah. super hard, but I could feel it just slowly, like the contraction just slowly, slowly fade away. And he's like, you should be feeling it go away by now. And I'm like, bro, I feel like on top of the world, <laughs> this is the best. The pain just went away. Like, woo, who's Thank ready to God. party? Thank God. I was finally able to, like, have a conversation and, and like, breathe. Yes. I, yeah. like, I probably couldn't have done it without the epidural if I really think about it. But um, next time I will. But. But then I had the, epi- or the epidural. They started me pitocin at, like, 6, 7 a.m., so I have four centimeters. And I was kind of staying steady at four centimeters for a while. I honestly don't remember... No, probably about... Yeah, I think you were at four when you texted me in the morning. Yeah, because I, I know I had Jake and everyone else texting you you and Katie. Um, but yeah, four centimeters. I think I stayed at four centimeters for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So probably around like... I feel like, so around like noon or one o'clock, I feel like they told me I was at nine centimeters. I was at nine centimeters for a while, they thought. So um, I remember when they were finally took me to the delivery room and they're like, all right, you're at nine centimeters, but the doctor wants you to start pushing. Um, So around three o'clock, I went and started pushing. I think he was either, no, three o'clock I started pushing. Well, they had you in that in that queen's pose for a while oh yeah they did i completely forgot about that i wasn't dilating so they they took me and set me like straight up they made the bed sit straight up so that i could yes that was it i completely forgot that 
That was interesting. Yeah. It took me a while to yeah. fully dilate, though. It took yeah. me a while. So I think around three, um, I was, I mean, I was in labor for 24 hours. So, yeah. So around three, um, they took me yeah, to the delivering room. Yeah, they around three. Yes, that's when, because I went to the delivery room and you guys were still all there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I started pushing and thank God for the epidural, but I could feel it. She told me she took out the epidural when I got down there. Um, and I could feel the pressure. I could feel like I pushed. I got the mirror. I could see, like, I could see it. I didn't touch it, but I could see is like, you know, Oh, I forgot crowning. about that. I forgot that, um... I don't know how I forgot that. That um, when they told me to stop pushing. You could feel her head. They were like, she's like her head right there. You can feel it. And I kind of like hesitated. I was like, like, feel it, feel it. And I was kind of like, uh, because I didn't know how I would feel, you know, like down there. So I did. I felt down there, but she had a full head of hair. So like, that's all I felt was hair, but it was so crazy. Oh my gosh. I don't remember feeling it. But I remember them, like, I pushed for three, almost four hours, three and a half hours. Um, and then, yes, and then kept saying I was at nine centimeters, but to come to find out he was caught on my hip bone or there was, like, leftover sack on the hip bone or something that was making it seem like I was only nine centimeters, but I was actually ten centimeters. Okay. Is what I remember. Um, so I pushed for like three and a half. I remember seeing in the mirror his head like almost coming out and um, I could I could feel when I needed to push. I remember them being like, OK, no, don't push. And I'd be like, no, like I need to push. I can feel it. I can feel him. Yeah. I can feel the pressure. So I um, pushed and I could see his little head. It was super weird. I could see his head in the mirror. Um <laughs> But it was so fucking crazy, and I don't even know. Next thing I knew, he was out, and I had I had the full blown like tears, like fucking yeah. bawling my I eyes out. That was how you would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that kind of gal. But you're just super emotional. I I'm totally really am. Emotional. I totally am. No, I fucking bawled my eyes out. Jake was in the room, and so was my dad's girlfriend. And honestly, at the time, um. I don't know. I I was, I'm really grateful she was in the room. I'm super blessed. She honestly, like she was, she was there like, you know, like petting my hair and like being like that, like, like what your mom would be like, you're so like, you got this. You're so beautiful. You know, you're doing so good. But, um, she could not hold my legs back. I remember Jake had one side and then the nurse finally had to go on the other side because she just wasn't like, you know, you have to like thrust your legs back. Yeah. So you can push and put the pressure on their hands yeah. Um, she's just, you know, she's a tiny little gal, but she just couldn't do that. But I was, I'm really blessed to have her and her be in the room. I remember I felt completely different about her when, after giving birth to yeah. Cole, um, I had a completely different outlook about her and her and my dad's relationship, which is still hard to deal with. But, um, I think, honestly, though, that was my biggest dilemma, not having my mom and kind of, like, keeping that down and not really expressing that enough. Um, Yeah. But, um, dude, no, that was, like, the best. I remember seeing Cole and him crying and just being like, he is fucking perfect. He's so fucking perfect. He was so tiny. Dude, six pounds, one and a half ounces. Of Oakland. (laughs) 
my little boy. He two weeks early, 38 weeks and two days, six pounds, one and a half ounces. And I don't know how long he was, but oh man, jet black hair, jet black, full head of hair. Um, But I ripped not inside, not inside my the butt area or whatever. I don't even know. Not that way. Not towards my butt. You ripped like towards, upwards. Yeah, I ripped right next clit. to my clit. Yeah, which is yeah. super fucking weird. It's still weird, and it didn't heal properly. And it kind of like I'm not insecure about it because um, I mean it's a vagina. Jake likes it, so fuck everybody else. But, <laughs> but you could put like a little piercing in there, a little dude, ray. Dude, you totally could. It didn't hear correctly. So there's literally like a hole in my labia. Um, yeah. And it's starting to like give me issues. It's starting to like really fuck with me. So I'm going to have to like call the OB and see what can they can do. But she told me, honestly, she's like, if you don't have any issues with it, she's like, just wait till you have another baby because you're going to rip in the, most likely you're going to rip in the same exact spot. Yeah. So for me, like, pooping wasn't a problem. But peeing, holy fuck. It hurts so bad. I was so scared to poop after I had Oakland. I was so scared. Because I was so scared, like, when you poop, you're like, you push, you know, to poop. And I was so afraid that everything was going to rip open. Oh, I was so nervous for that. I didn't, like, that was one thing I didn't even think about. And, like, when you're I mean, that that time after you give birth, I mean, you're completely, you are swollen like you've never been before. You are like on a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. It, you have so many different liquids coming out of you. don't even fucking know what's going on. <laughs> and this is just reality. Yeah. It smells fucking like shit. Like, it's disgusting. But that was, and I even like, you can barely fucking wipe. You're just dabbing along. And I still didn't heal correctly. I barely wiped, you know, you're just dabbing. You're rinsing with water. Yeah. And I have a hole in my fucking labia. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Well, hopefully they can fix it. Why is it bothering you now? Because it, it, so because it didn't heal properly and there's a hole in it. So it dang, it like, it hangs down lower than the rest of my, than the rest of it. So, um, um, you can like underwear, it's super uncomfortable to wear underwear. You can feel the underwear pressing up against it and it like cause, I don't know. It's just like, it sticks out and it's not supposed to fucking stick out that much for me at least. And like, honestly, I don't fully shave my fucking vag. So I do have hair down there. You can feel the hair poking it and it, that really hurts. But especially like during sex, it like, if I get dry at all, it is like a serious pain down there. Like it's going to rip apart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. I would have her take a look at it, it unless y'all are going to have another The only thing that deters me is, well, and that's the thing. She's like, we can do it now, but we're going to have to like, like cut the sides off and completely re-sew it. Like you're, they're yeah. going to have to split it open again yeah, and completely re-sew it. So she was like, if, cause it didn't bother me for the longest time, just in the past like month or two, it started to really yeah. bother me. So I don't know if it's well, just like still like not it's not it's like coming apart where because it's only one stitch holding it together. Gotcha. It's one tiny little stitch. Yeah. But um, 
I don't know. She like gave me serious pain medications because she thought she didn't realize like she, she's I, I don't know if she like I mean, I, I hope other women have I don't hope other women have ripped that way. But like, I don't know, because I was so jealous that you got pain medicine and I did it. I was like, what the Dude, hell? She gave me she gave me full um, f- like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen and a th- full thing of not a full. I don't even know the dosages, but like oxycotton or oxycodone or something like that. Yeah, I didn't. I got ibuprofen. And I'm like, I feel like my vagina has split all the way to my butthole oh. and you're going to give me ibuprofen. Okay. Dude, but your clit, though, right next to your clit. Yeah. The, I, I was so afraid it. that I wasn't able, I wasn't going to be able to, like, orgasm afterwards. Yeah. I, but I feel, feel like, I honestly feel like every woman, though, when they're like, you know, when it's like the six weeks and it's like, all right, you're able to have sex again. Everything's healed. Like, you're good to go. Oh, you're like so nervous. You're like, all right. um, <laughs> It's such a scary thing to think about. I was totally ready yeah. at six weeks, but it was super freaky to like have something go up there. It's Again. so freaky. I was just like, okay, be very careful. It's like your first time. You lots know? <laughs> of lube. Lots of lube. Lots. Yeah, because you don't definitely. want any friction. You don't want anything down there to happen. Nope. Oh it was God. definitely, it's yeah. So it's so terrifying. crazy how, it, how our body goes through something like that and how, like, serious Dude, right? something can happen and then it just be back to normal. How long? Because I remember being in the hospital and all the nurses, literally all of them asked me, like, all right, so you're going to have another one? And I remember being in the hospital and being like, no, I'm never doing this again. But also being on such a high, on such like a happy high that like nothing could fucking ruin my day. Yeah. Not like no. like And then honestly, within like a week. Me, uh, no, no, no. After I healed, that's when I was like, I don't even remember the pain. Like what? I was in pain. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. I just remember I mean, getting this perfect fucking healing. Yeah. More kids. Right? Like no wonder we keep having children because literally within weeks, you're just like, I had the perfect baby. That's all I remember. Yeah. I almost died. Don't remember. Had the perfect <laughs> baby though. <laughs> I don't have a vagina anymore. I don't remember that. I Dude, just remember my kid. My ass is flabby. My boobs are flabby, but that's okay. Had a perfect kid. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, see, it's really hard to, to be like, oh, I was ready to have another one because was I ready? No. Was I mentally prepared? I don't prepared? think I was and ready I to have the first one. My, well, <laughs> mentally, after we found out we were pregnant with, um, the second one, Emmy, I was so nervous because all I could think about was labor. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I remember oh my that God, was your I main don't thing. want to go through that again. I just don't want to do it. Um, you know, I just like, I was so nervous. Um, I was just like, it was a whole other level. Mm-hmm. How, um, <laughs> how long was it until you found out you were pregnant again? Like, how old was Oakland? How many weeks out? postpartum were you months oh gosh okay so um Oakland was born in March March and we found out we were pregnant 
like three months later, right? Because yeah, they're like exactly they're like exactly July. a year apart. A year yeah, a so maybe like the end of June or very beginning of July. But it was funny because I was supposed to go in. I, um, like you go for your six week or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and then. Um, I was getting birth control. I was going to get an IUD, but they had to order it. So it hadn't come in yet when I went in for my six weeks. So they made an appointment for me to go in to get it when they got it. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there was a holdup at the pharmacy. And the pharmacy was like trying to contact me, but wasn't getting through or something. And finally, I they were able to get through and I answered and then they were like, Oh, we just need your permission to send it or whatever to the doctor's office. Yeah, so it took longer than usual. And then the doctor called me, and they're like, oh, we got it, so you can come in. And then, so they scheduled my doctor's appointment and then to go get the IUD, and I had, like, this weird feeling. I'm like, no, let me take a pregnancy test first. Like, I just had, like... That's super weird. I you just felt that, it. Yeah. I didn't have that feeling with Oakland at all. Like, I did not expect to be pregnant, but I was like, I just had this, like, I think I... Like, I just knew I was pregnant. You know, let me take a test before I go in there. So I took it. So I told Sherrod, and he's like, all right, so let's get a test. So um, we bought a test, and I took it. <laughs> I remember <laughs> coming out of the bathroom, and Oki was only, like, three and a half months or something like that. She wasn't very old. Sitting next to Holy Sherrod fuck. on the couch, and I was, I was like, well, it's positive. And he's like, he didn't believe me at first. He's like, no, it's not. And How I'm did like, you feel it, in that moment? Did you want to cry? Were you just like, holy yeah. shit? Yeah, I was like, um, no, we're not doing this again right now. Like, we could barely <laughs> handle the three and a half month old. Like, another baby on top of that. Whew. I was just like, this is going to be a lot. Like, it was just a lot to process in mm-hmm. a moment, you know? So, um, you know, I... I with Oki, you know, talking about, like, abortion and all that, it was never, that, it never crossed my mind with Oki, but it did. With M. With Emmy, because I was just like, can we, Shrod and I were just newly together, just had a baby, like, we were still trying to figure shit out, like, mm-hmm. were we ready financially to have another one? Like, I wanted to make sure that, you know, the baby, that our kids are going to be raised good and not just like, oh, well, we got another one, you know, um, can't pay our bills, but we got 10 kids, you know, like I was, I didn't want to be like that. So it was definitely a thought that crossed my mind. Um, and I mean, we kind of talked about it, you know, it was like, I don't know. It was, it wasn't like really a hard decision. Cause I knew in my mind, like I would never be able to go through something like that um, yeah. and be okay for the rest of my life. You yeah. know, I would never, I would always wonder like, what if, like, who would that kid be today? Like, you know, I just, that's not for you. That's something you couldn't do. Yeah. I think it would like mentally break me down. I think that would be like my breaking mm-hmm. point for me. Like I just, I personally would not be able to handle living um, with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
anyway, of course we had her because now we have perfect little Emmy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I don't know what life would be like without her. She's so fucking so, cute. But my um, birth was almost pretty similar. Our my pregnancy was pretty similar. I had a couple different issues with her because I was even fatter. Like I had gained even more weight with Emmy than I did with Oki. So because I hadn't lost that weight from the from, first round. Yeah. So I was having more issues as far as like um, sciatic pain. Um, that, that was my biggest thing throughout the pregnancy, the sciatic nerve. Yeah. Pain. So I was trying to go to a chiropractor, which really, really helped me out a lot. They showed me, like, between Dr. Burroughs and the chiropractor, they showed me, like, stretches and moves to do while pregnant to, to work on my sciatic and, like, everything else. So, mm-hmm. for Emmy, um, her, I don't remember, she came, let's see, her due date was the 27th okay. of March. And she was actually born on the 25th. So, same thing. I wanted Dr. B again. And she was scheduled for the Monday before my due date to be on call. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just do the induction. If she's not here by then on that Monday, you know, we'll just go ahead and do it. Like, I won't wait to my due date because I really wanted her. Dr. Burns. So, yeah. So we scheduled it. And then that Sunday, I was having, like, what you had. Like, it was almost like I was peeing myself. Like, I was just, like, a little wet. I wasn't quite sure what it was. I thought maybe it was just like a little extra discharge mm-hmm. or something. That's exactly I what I thought. It. I thought it was like the mucus plug still coming out or something. Yeah. So I wore a pad um, that day. And I went to the grocery store. I went to Target with my mom. And, you know, we ran errands during the day. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, I was like, I think maybe this is my water. But I'd never got like a big... It was just a small amount. And I, mm-hmm. and I told my mom, I remember talking to her, and I was like, I think it might be my water. So we we went to the park, I think, after I ran errands with my mom. We walked around the park, and I was like, you know what? You know, I think maybe we should just go get checked. So we decided we were going to go Sunday night after Oki went to bed. Mm-hmm. So um, I packed a bag because, of course, I was not prepared this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I packed a bag and Shroud, um, I think he had already had his bag packed. Um, but so we went to go get checked because I wasn't sure I wasn't having anything else I never like ended up losing my mucus plug at least that that I saw yeah um and I was just like let's just you know we'll just go get checked whatever and I figured that they would probably keep me anyway because I was scheduled to be there in the like at 5 30 in the morning to be induced again right yeah yeah so I was like oh I'm thinking they'll probably just keep us so let's take our stuff Mm -hmm. so we went and um, I told the lady, the, the work in the front desk or whatever, I was like, I think the water broke, but, you know, I think, you know, I just need to be checked to, to be sure. I'm not sure. So they got me a wheelchair um, 
and sat me in the back of the ER. Okay. Like, they took me to the back where the rooms are, but I sat in the hallway in a wheelchair there. Huh. And they did, like, vitals and stuff while I sat in the wheelchair. And then the labor and delivery nurse came down and got me. And once again, I was the only one in the hospital, in the labor and delivery. Oh, that's nice. in the hospital. Yeah, I was the only one again. So I went in, and this nurse had to have been, like, new or something because she, um, I was more chill this time around with my IV. I didn't, you know, faint or whatever. You weren't as but anxious she- or anything? Yeah, because I, you know, I knew. So she poked me and couldn't do it. I think she tried twice. And she's like, I'm going to get the other nurse because I, you know, can't poke you so much or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she got a different nurse who came in and did my IV. And um, she's like, we're just going to go ahead and do the IV now, you know, while you're waiting. For, for the swab, because they swabbed me to see if it was my water. Or broken. So she did the IV, because they were going to admit me anyway. So she's like, I'm just going to do it. And then she came back after she hooked up the IV, and she was like, yeah, it's your water. Um, so um, they didn't do Pitocin until the following day, because... Of course, they want to wait for the doctor. They don't want you to have the baby in the middle of the night. That's true. That's so weird, so, I think, about because um, the nurses do everything. Literally, the doctor is only in there, like, legitimately, like, as the baby's coming out. Yep. And to sew you up. And to sew you it. up. Well, I guess and then the doctor has to be there in case you have to have a C-section, too. That's true. But I feel like, dude, nurses are going to rule the world. Yeah, they do a lot. They do. I mean, do everything for you. Yes, they do. I had a few nurses that I was like, you know, that you just like don't really vibe with that much. There's one in particular that I just remember her being so sweet and her trying so hard to help me not rip. You know how they like massage as you're like pushing. Oh, man, she was the nicest person fucking ever. Love her. But yes, sorry, keep going. No, that's okay. So they didn't want to start the Pitocin drip until the morning because they didn't want me to go into labor but they hooked the machine up to my belly um, to watch the baby and I was just sitting in the bed and um, you know it was only Sherrod this time because my mom stayed home with Oakland Oakland. so um, it was just me and him and we were just chilling I think he turned on the TV or whatever like did you get an epidural right away again no, no. So I was just, you know, we were just hanging. And the nurse came in and she's like, are you feeling that? And I'm like, feeling what? She's like, you're having contractions. She's like, you're having regular contractions. And you weren't feeling yeah. anything. I wasn't feeling it, which I thought was really weird. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not feeling it. And she's like, well, you're, you know, you're having normal Damn. contractions or whatever. Yeah, so... um. I'm trying to remember correctly because I know that I'm like, I don't want to get them confused. Yeah, well, and honestly, in the moment, like, there's even things like, I remember Jake and Tammy telling me afterwards that the nurses and everyone was like worried that I was going to have to have a C-section because they thought he was like caught on my hip. And like, like you said earlier, they don't tell you, they don't let you, like, they don't like make sure, they make sure you don't panic. 
Yeah. You know, like. I think that's the worst thing that could happen is for you to panic. Because exactly. I remember I read in in, um, a birthing book because I really wanted to have a natural birth. And the way they said, like, you need to be emotionally open because it's just like, you know, your sphincter. Um, when you're giving birth, if you're closed off emotionally, your sphincter is going to be closed off. And I remember feeling that whenever the nurse would walk in, I would shut down immediately and close down. And she tried to ask me what's wrong. And I just wouldn't talk about it. Um, but I also didn't feel comfortable because she was super nice, but also kind of like, you know, like stern, like, you know, like, like she would beat my ass if I did anything wrong, you know? Right. Um, but I don't know where I was going with it, but yeah. <laughs> but um, so, oh, where was I? I don't you were remember. trying to remember. Um, oh, she was coming in and she go. was like, um, you know, are you feeling that? And I said no. And I don't remember exactly when I got the epidural. It was when my contractions started to become more regular but I can't remember exactly because they started a Pitocin drip I think a little not at 7 they started a little earlier I think at like 6 um, because I was contracting normal but I wasn't on the level that they wanted me to be at or whatever and do you know like, how many you're... centimeters dilated you were? I don't remember it wasn't a lot again um I don't remember. So, um, I can't remember if I got the epidural before. I think I got it before the Pitocin drip. Okay. So, um, maybe at like, shit, I don't remember. You were feeling them though when you got the epidural. Yeah, yeah. Like, I waited until I was like, okay, I can't handle it anymore. I'm thinking it was like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because I remember her telling me to make sure I tell her like 30 minutes. That's what like, they told me too. She was yeah, like, you need to tell me. There, they had to call him to the hospital. Yep. And then I remember being like, he got there super fast after I called because even Jake – um, that was one thing I was super awesome with Jake is he made sure everything I wanted actually happened. Cause you know, when you're like in the middle of it and you're yeah. like, fuck it, I don't even care anymore. Just like do whatever you have to do to get this fucking thing out of me, you know? And Jake really, really stood by my side and was like, are you sure you want this epidural? Are you sure you like delayed cord cutting? You know, I really yeah. wanted all that. And he was like super awesome with making sure it happened even in the moment. And I was like, dude, I don't care. I don't care. Like do whatever you want. And he was the one that was like, no, do it this way. Yeah. So. um, Just like blindsided by everything. Yeah, because the guy, he came in really fast too after, because he had had literally just left the hospital. Because he had come, he had come back for something, I forget. So he was there already. And then when she called him, he had just pulled away. So he was right there. Oh, that's, that's super nice. Yeah. So he came in and did it. And, um. And then they started rolling in the Pitocin about six. No, maybe it was seven. Um, And then they did the peanut, but it didn't work as well as it did with Oakland. So they did that queen's pose or whatever that you were in. And I was, they they put me in that pose at like, I'm trying to think of the time that Emmy was born. She was born at 10-something, either 10 o'clock or 
10. I'm such a bad parent. Oh my god. <laughs> you're not. I, 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 no, you're not. I don't remember I the exact time remember. Cole was born either. But um I remember Oki, but I just don't remember. So I'll you have, but you had both of them within like a you know, like about average twelve hour time. Yeah, so they wrote they did the Pitocin and then it was they put me in that Queen's pose at like I don't know, like nine thirty because the peanut wasn't working. So they did the peanut for um, when they started the Pitocin, so seven-ish, so I was I had the peanut for a couple hours, and then it wasn't doing what it needed to do. I was dilated, but I forget, not very much, maybe like four or five or something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you know where I needed to be, so they put me in that. I don't think I was in that queen's pose that long before you started really. I was. Maybe they put me in it at ten. I don't know, but regardless, I wasn't in it very long, and then, um, and then I could, like, this was, I could feel, like, I was like, I can feel it, and she was like, you know, I asked however the epidural works, I was like, can I get more of that, like, mm-hmm. I, could, I could, but I wasn't understanding, like, could you feel the like, pain, or was it, like, pressure? I could feel the pain, but then it switched to um, pressure, and I was trying to explain to her, and then, because um, I remember they put me in it, and then I was in it for, like, maybe 30 minutes, and then um, I, I could feel, I could start to feel, like, pressure, like I needed to push, and I was, mm-hmm. like, I called her into the room, and I was, like, can you, like, I think there's, like, I, I wasn't sure what the, what the feeling was. So I was like, can you check me? Like, I'm feeling it. Um, so she checked me, and she was like, you're ready. You're 10 centimeters. She's nice. right there. So I could feel it. And then um, we didn't even – they didn't do practice pushes with me that time. They just said start pushing. Yeah, so they were like, all right, we're going to um, – get you know get the bed ready to put you down or whatever Mm -hmm. and um start to push so dr b was right there i didn't do practice pushes or anything dr b came in and she was like all right um you can feel it and i was like yeah she goes you know when you need to push and i said yeah and she's like okay we're following you Um, nice yeah she was like you make the decision when you're ready and i would tell her i'd be like sure i had one leg and um, I could feel like the wave mm-hmm. of the contraction, and then the I couldn't feel the pain as much. It was just the pressure. pressure. Like, See, that's what I felt the pressure. Yeah, it was literally like God's way of like letting my like having my, my body tell me that I need to put. And they were the nurses were telling me that um, that's when you know you have a good epidural is when you can't feel the pain, but you know when oh, you, you can push, push. you are in control of that. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so. Dr. V came in and I did like, mm, I told her, I was like, okay, I felt it coming. I was like, all right. And she's like, okay, push. And I pushed, I think three times. And then she came out. What the fuck? Yeah, it was really fast. And then, um, I tore again, the same, same exact, I mean, they didn't tell me, but. You tore um, in the same exact spot. Was it the same amount? Yeah. Oh man. That's one thing I'm super scared of again. a little less of it you know not as bad as the first one but the same like 
area, just not as bad. Mm-hmm. And then the healing process was totally different. I was just it was way like, easier. Oh yeah, way easier. Didn't hurt as bad. You know, I was I was fine. Like up wow. and walking. Was, yeah, I was good. It wasn't as bad as the first time around. That was one thing I remember is, you know, they take you to your room after you've had the epidural and you can't feel your legs you can't fucking walk and they take you to the bathroom and I remember them taking me to my bed and I mean like no I need to go pee real quick and they're like all right so they're like all right just stand up and start walking and I'm like (laughs) okay like yeah let me just fucking you know stand up start walking I could I literally one leg I could feel the other leg was completely dead and they'd be like, yeah, so you just have to stand up. And I'm like, what if I need help in like an hour? And they're like, you just go. I'm like, I, know, I can't call you. Like, you're not going to help me. And they're like, no, well, you got I, it. After they brought me to my bed, Sherrod called them to come help me pee. And she was like, they asked him if, um, like, I, I could, if the, if I could feel my legs. And I said, yeah, kind of. And they were like, okay, you can go by yourself. Right? Yeah. But I'm they like- got slammed. After, right after I had Emmy again. They so. did. I think they did that with Cole too. Cause I remember on, like the one lady who did like the neonatal testing, um, yeah. that she was the one that was like, I'm so, I'm the only one doing the testing. And she's like, and we have so many more babies than usual. Yeah. They had a ton, um, right after I gave birth, uh, to Emmy, it was just like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. all these and everything was full. It was yeah. completely full. One thing I want to mention, yeah. we did not give birth at Holmes. We went to Rockledge and it's a way yeah. smaller facility there. Like, and we went, I went there on purpose because it is smaller. It's not Holmes. That's super fucking packed all the damn time. It's a yeah, lot, you know, I, you get a yeah. little more attention. Yeah. At least. And I feel like I didn't get a lot of attention. So I can't even imagine at Holmes where they have babies in there like all the fucking time. Yeah, or like one of those big major hospitals in Orlando, you know, right. like Winnie Palmer. Hell no. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was almost identical. Like the births were pretty much. Pretty exactly the I same. I just really liked, like, I really liked the fact that I could feel. The pressure. When I needed to push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my body's way of being like, okay, instead of them telling you and you have no idea and pushing like when you're not supposed to push and like that was one thing i hated yeah the the doctor was like okay you you know dr b was like all right you tell me like you're in control Mm -hmm. you can feel it and that i was like okay i'm pushing oh my god yeah that was one thing they kept telling me to push or telling me not to push when i knew i needed to push and I'm like, please, yeah. like, I promise you, I can feel this. Like, just let me. Because there were times where I'd be, like, I could see his head was, like, right there. And I wouldn't be pushing, but he was, like, stuck. But yeah. it, you could, like, it was fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's a crazy th- thing to think about. So crazy. Holy fuck. I can't fuck. believe that, that that thing, like, and Emmy was eight pounds, nine ounces. Holy like, she was a shit. Big baby. Coming out of my JJ, man. Some babies are like 12 pounds. Could yeah. you imagine? Vaginal birth, too. I've seen it. I've seen I follow a lot of like the natural pregnancy stuff and preg- like natural births. And some yeah. women legitimately have 10, 12 pound babies vaginally and fucking rock it. Completely natural. I mean, I guess you don't really like, but you honestly, you don't. 
you're not giving birth and you're like, oh shit, this is a 13 pound baby. Like I legit thought that Emmy was smaller than Oki. Yeah. I remember thinking Cole was super small. You can't feel the difference in your vagina whether it's a baby or not. Either you're still pushing out a fucking baby out of your vag. Yeah. So it just, I was very lucky to, you know, lucky and blessed to have short labors. Mm hmm. Um, and everything awesome. went smoothly. Yeah. You know, if you could, um, next baby, or if you could go back and do things differently with things, you know, now, would you? No, that's good. Yeah. I, I would do it all. Cause I all always same. said that I was like, I'm going to get an epidural because I just know I'm going to get one. Mm-hmm. So I was already like prepared, you know, because, you know, I just, I knew it was a pain, but I didn't really know, like, what level of pain. It was. Yeah. So, I I mean, I held on as long as possible, and I think I did pretty good. I mean. Honestly, dude, as anyone, like, every woman is, like, dude, you're, we're all doing the best we can in that moment. You're doing what yeah. your body's telling you to do. And, yeah, or at and least what you know like, to do at that time. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are, like, against epidurals or, like, they say it's bad for you or, you know, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, it's not, like, a supernatural process, but... But it worked for you. That's literally all that matters. Like, I would... And for me, I would do it completely differently next baby. I would would never... I don't want to have a baby in the hospital again. I want to have, like, a midwife. I want to have an at-home birth with a tub. I want to do it all at home. I would like to have a baby at home because I hate the three-day staying in the hospital shit. Like, I felt, like, in the hospital, you feel like it's so hard to recover because... You're not in your know. own space. You're yeah, like you get home. It's like, all right, I feel so much better. Dude, for that was one thing for me is I did not feel comfortable in the hospital. Like I said before, every time the nurse would come in, I would completely shut down. I didn't I did not feel safe. I did not feel comfortable. Um there were and like there's just so many things that I would do completely, completely differently. Um and not saying that I had a bad experience at all. I loved my OB. I loved Dr. Burroughs. All the nurses were amazing. But there are so many things that I know now that I want to implement in my next pregnancy, yeah. whatever that is. But definitely at home, I don't – I really want to try not to have an – I mean, if I'm at home, you can't have an epidural. So – I really don't want to have an epidural. I think I really want to try and be as comfortable with, like, really get to know my midwife, have Jake, you know, not maybe not Cole. I don't think I'd feel comfortable with Cole being home. Yeah. Yikes. But in my own house, in my own element, where I can scream and fucking yell and not scare other women and have them tell me go back to my room or have some nurse tell me that I need to sit still for an hour so they can monitor the baby. Like, no. Yeah. I know what my body needs to do in that time, and that's what I need to do. So, well, I think I mean everybody has a different birth story, you know, and it could go not as planned. I mean, I honestly exactly. didn't have a plan because I didn't know. See, and I so did, I kind of like, and it all went out the plan. window. Exactly. See, I had a plan, and it all went out the window. Jake kept to it more than I did. Yeah. You know, so. so you just go with your gut. You go with how you feel. You go with yeah. at least, for, you know, no judgment whatsoever. 
I, I, tr- oh, you know, I you're know. a badass for just fucking doing it. Badass oh, for yeah. sit for, for having a baby and growing a human inside your body for nine months and then pooping them out. Yep. In the worst imaginable pain of your entire life, and yet we continue to keep trying to pop them out. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yeah, if guys had babies. Oh, they're fucking no, pussies. They're... They would not be able to handle it. No way. They'd have one kid and be like, I'm done. That's it. I fucking, oh, I would love that. I remember Jake being like, me being in so much pain. And he's like, these, can, you know how they have the contractions. You can see how high they go yeah. on the yeah. screen. And him being like, they aren't even that bad on the screen. And I wanted to fucking punch him in the face. <laughs> You sit here, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, have these contractions. That, yeah, during that whole process, you're just like, damn, man, I really wish I was the boy. Right? But, I mean, like, even Jake, like, he would do – I remember because, I mean, obviously I had the mirror, and that was one thing he didn't necessarily like, but I wanted the mirror. But he, you know, he saw everything, and – um he the nurses I remember the nurses telling me like we we thought he was going to pass out we thought we were gonna have to catch him because of me ripping and everything Tammy they all Jake's like no 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 I wasn't gonna faint but every nurse Tammy even was like I thought he was gonna pass out I thought he wasn't so good he was he just he stayed normal like there was no like surprise expression like holy shit what the hell's happening to your vagina like he was very chill, calm, there for me. I was really surprised. That's Super good. surprised. Yeah. yeah, Jake was the same way. I didn't honestly I didn't even notice his face, but I was so like in the moment that like Yeah. I just remember I picking up the baby. Yeah, he he was he watched the he watched both of them. I mean, how can you not watch when they're holding your leg right? and their head like right by your vagina? Honestly, next time I would love for someone to take pictures, like professional pictures during your birth, like during the whole process. Yeah. I just think that would be so amazing. There's so many emotions and just like ah, oh, I think that'd be super fucking cool. Yeah. To have it's, someone it's capture a that. Crazy moment that your body goes through, man. Mhm. So crazy. It's incredible. We're complete badasses. Yeah. So that's our that's our birth stories. I know. Super exciting. I've never I don't think I've ever told like the full, full story before. Which I'm probably even missing a lot of stuff because Oh, I'm sure. You know, you it, like you you forget the kind you forget and you just literally like Yeah. Like the pain. I remember it being super fucking bad, but I'd do it again. Yeah. God did that on purpose so we'd have more children. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy. I know everyone, you know, there's lots of people. Um, they don't get as lucky and have traumatic mm-hmm. birthing experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just everybody's different. That's super true. I feel like every birth is completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Everything for me was basically the same. I mean, I feel like they're the same freaking child, which is weird because I thought everything would be so, so different. different. Like, everything's so different. Pregnancy, births, all of that. But um, pretty much everything was the same. I feel like Emmy came a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
like other and other than that and I was in a little bit more pain but I think it was just because I was bigger my body wasn't used to being that big yeah when you had a lot of like a lot of pain before you gave birth too like in your yeah I had sciatic already so it was just like so intensified it Mm -hmm. was crazy but you still had the waves of pain with Emmy right you didn't have like back um back labor right I just had yeah, I just had the regular, um, I think my back was, like, hurting a little bit more during, um, labor with her, but it wasn't, like, super intense, just some, I was worried that I was gonna have a lot of back labor because I was in so much pain throughout mm-hmm. my pregnancy, but, um, I didn't, it was, like, waves, like, I knew, like, it's so weird to feel it out of the wave because you can like you feel your, your stomach tightens and then you're like <gasps> like you know what's coming. coming you're like oh no 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 I can't I like, can't boom. even imagine that I I, yeah. I honestly think if I had contractions like that I could have like done it without the epidural also being able to move around and be like in warm water and have like a massage well, on my back yeah, but it becomes less and less of a break. So the more they come, it comes faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. So it's like a wave, and then a wave, and then like when it starts, Ooh. it's like slow, but it becomes like contraction after contraction after contraction, and you're yeah. like, okay. And then it's less breathing time because you can feel it. But um, like I could it start to tighten but I could also see it on the screen as well so I could like I look couldn't over look it. at the screen I stopped looking at that after yeah. Jake told me they're so small the contractions look so small on the screen you need to do that machine thingy that does the contraction pain for men dude that was on the bachelorette Hannah B yeah. season I know you need to do that to Jake I feel like all men need it yeah, all they, men. They should have. They should be requ- be required to. That should be in the birthing class. Yeah, before they have a kid. Fuck yeah! Did you do a birthing class before? No. Me the only neither. thing I did differently was, um, after I had Oki, before I had Emmy, I did a tour of the hospital, which I thought was funny because I never did that with Oki, and I was already in the hospital, but I wanted to see like. Um, like the C-section, um, surgery area. Cause I, I gotcha. Take I gotcha. And all that. So, cause I was, we were not prepared at all whatsoever for Oki. Um, and when I had Oki, I only saw the delivery room and then to my room and that was it. Mm-hmm. So I never saw like the rest of the hospital. I never saw the nursery. I never saw, cause I came up the emergency so oh, I never okay. saw where the baby, I never saw the nursery. Where the babies where the baby, went. Yeah, so I wanted to see that, and I wanted to see the the surgery room, the OR, whatever, um, for, during the tour. So mm-hmm. we did, so I did the tour for that, but that was it. And then they showed us, they revamped the rooms since, because um, it was taken over or whatever. By a different company, yeah. Yeah, so they did like the revamps and all the different shit. They gave you a bunch of free stuff. That was the best part. Well, yeah, you came in the hospital like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, that was one thing. But the seats and like all that stuff was really nice. It was upscale. It was like hotel room. It wasn't like hospital sheets. That was really nice. nice. The food was even pretty decent. 
Yeah. So. The food being good. Well, not good, yeah. but. Not bad. Mm-mm. Edible. Edible. But yeah, definitely next time I do it completely different with all the information that I have now and all the resources. Well, once you go through it, too, once mm-hmm. you, like, know and you can prepare yourself and know, like, how to yeah. prepare yourself. Yeah, I mean, even if every pregnancy is different, you can still – you have, like, at least, like, a baseline of, like, okay, this is what happened with Cole. Like, you, you have something to compare it to. You're yeah, not just going in fucking blind no as fuck. Yeah, because you have no idea the first time around. No, none. None. But yeah, crazy. Fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Well, I know we've talked so much already. That's all right. It was a good story. I love birth stories. Yeah. So emotional. They are. I think it's cool to like hear different stories too. And I think it's amazing how they're all so different. Yeah. It's so, so incredible. Crazy. Every woman is completely different. Dude, I feel yeah. those women who used to carry, like, you know, in, like, I hate, I feel like it's so weird. The olden days, but they would have a rope from the ceiling, and they would have, like, something they bit down on, and they would pull on the rope for the pain. Like, that's oh, really? how they, yeah. They'd be, hmm. like, in the barn or in, you know, the house or whatever, and holding on to the rope. Yeah. Crazy mm-hmm. times. I know. We have so many more resources now, but I'd still rather. Yeah. Do it at home next time. I think do water so birth. Much more Dude, for real. I think that next thing, even if I don't do it at home next time, water birth for sure. Or I have to have that must like spa massage in my back. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and if you guys want to tell us about your birth stories, yeah, we'll have you on as a guest. For sure. Let us know. Any, yeah. like, you know, any stories, you know, that you think you could be, like, eye-openers to women and awareness, yeah. good experience, bad experience. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. All right. Thanks, ladies. Women yeah. Or men, too. Sorry, I was about to say ladies, women, men. Men. Gender neutral. Yeah. (laughs) And if you like this episode, make sure you like and subscribe and five star us and all that jazz. And thanks. Comment. We want to know what you think. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, stay real momly. Thanks.